Barnes hits one high. Hits it deep. It is out of here. 7.56. Barnes stands alone. Now Booker with Tucker on him. Throws it up for eight. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan, open, Chicago with the lead. Minute remaining. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one-on-one, Irving puts it up. It's good, Kyrie Irving from downtown. Yes, 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 yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks. Lads, join with my guys, Mr. AK, live and direct from Virginia. We got Swerving Irving Washington, live and direct from Los Angeles, California, where the Dodgers are about to get fucking swept. What's up, fellas? Why the long faces? I'll let Irv take that one. You know why, <laughs> motherfucker. My fucking team is about to get swept. My Broncos is terrible. My only saving grace is my Trojans. So if they don't have a great year, then I'm just going to pack up sports. Fucking Errol Spence lost to Detroit. Man, it's been, it's been, these last three months has been terrible for me. Well, you know. If uh, USC basketball, I mean, I'm sorry, football isn't good. We still got the basketball team, right? Yeah, I think we're going to be all right this year. But if um, Andy Enfield can get out of his own damn way, we'll be all right this year. We're going to win the national title this year. I love the thinking. I already bet it. That was, <laughs> what, at like 5,000 to one? <clears throat> no, it was like five 500 to one. It was like something like that. Oh, okay. I threw like ten bucks on it, so ten bucks wins like five grand. Mm. You know, a little pizza money. Oh, well, Jordan I, and Irv, I actually woke up and, and bet fucking real money on the Los Angeles Dodgers today. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. But. Uh, well, uh, you know, you convinced <laughs> the, the, you convinced me to do it too. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the best thing the best thing that I've had happen today is uh, Diego Pavia. And the New Mexico State Aggies and Jordan's fucking shirt, uh, smashing pumpkins themselves. Shout out to William Corgan. So, um, I uh, that's about the best two things that have happened to me today, fellas. So, good evening. Glad to be here with you, boys. Did you plug your nose on UTEP? I couldn't do it, man. I told Jordan, I was like, I just can't get the hey. Shout out to Jordan, though, man. That was that was all him. Uh, that was all him, man. So. Shout out to Jordan. I, I did a pretty good job of pitching New Mexico State today, I think. But yep. damn, if I was wrong on Dodgers, so right. I tried to talk AK in the plane. UTEP too, bro. I, I told him I t- this morning. I was like, bro, I I think I think UTEP's the right side. And he's like, I think so too. I just can't get there. I can't. We can't back these sorry motherfuckers. <laughs> I literally texted Jordan uh, Irvin like a private message. I was like, I can't believe we got to back these fucking losers again. <laughs> <laughs> And like that's why I asked you if Trigg was playing them too because you know me and Trigg are usually on the same side of like these nasty fucking plays, 
And then when you said that he didn't bet it, I was like, okay, I'm on a fire. I'm a fire. Damn, UTEP no. second and second and goal. Six minutes left. Bro, their their four string quarterback looks like fucking Dan Marino, dude. <laughs> yeah, he better. Start dude, he is steaming Willie Beeman, baby. <laughs> he he is Willie rest. fucking Beeman in the Miami Sharks. It's... Oh, you better start the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, I would. You think he would have to, bro? Because when when Gavin Hardison was healthy, he didn't look nearly as good as this. So his name is is, is Kaden McConnell or Kevin? Mc... Yeah, it's Kaden McConnell. McConnell. Yeah, Kaden McConnell, six one. He from Los Alamitos, California. Yep, <laughs> of course, up. dude. Gotta All the good quarterbacks are from California, bro. Gotta love a California QB. Mm-hmm. Damn, this kid looks good. Eleven for sixteen. Bro, he had a fifty yard completion and a thirty yard completion, and like I'm talking like dimes, dude. Like it wasn't like he threw it at the line of scrimmage and it was yak. Like no, they were. Dimers, dude. Over Damn. the top. Like, beautiful plays. And, and on the flip side, like, that opened up things for Deion Hankins. Because we talked about it in the in the preview show, AK. We were like, Deion yep. Hankins might be one of the best running backs in this, in this conference. And he's been dog shit the whole year. Because they haven't been able to throw the ball. They can't spread the field. Mm. Boom. Is that a touchdown, Irv? Nah. Oh, nah, he missed it. Fourth and goal. They might kick the field, though. New Mexico State's about to score two boys. So, yeah, New Mexico State, I got that one on as well. We uh, we in the end zone there. So, uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Obviously, we're gonna be sweating out some of these bets uh, that we have going on. New Mexico State minus three and a half, closed four and a half at most shops, and then uh, UTEP plus three, which actually we got a bad number on and closed three and a half at at most places. So, I'd say you guys got a great number on it because it opened like minus two and a half UTEP. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but maybe that opening number was correct. (laughs) It might have been. I think think they got it right. (laughs) You know, the the odds makers know what they're doing sometimes. Um, Anyways, we are being brought to you by Sharps as well. S-H-A-R-P-Z. Download it on your iPhone, Android, Google Pixel. Uh, Use it to track your bets so you know what you're uh, good at betting, what you're bad at betting. Become a better better. Um, Track your bets there. Use co- promo code George five one seven. I actually need to talk to you, AK, after this show because I need you to sign up for this app because you're the only one of us that can actually track their fucking bets on this app. Oh, okay, cool. Because you're in Virginia, Irv, you could track like prize picks from here. Jordan Cal- can't. Jordan can't track shit. No, they they do prize picks and underdog fantasy, which you could do in California. Unfortunately, in Nevada, you know. We're going to be the last state to legalize gambling, so can't really do much here, which is funny. Um, But anyways, fellas, glad to be here, excited for the show, excited to talk some college football like AK and I were talking about before the show. Like, you know, college football has been our saving grace so far because baseball has been killing us. NFL has been a very funky fucking season. Um, For those that uh, didn't listen on Sunday, I went on a huge rant. To Ben, Ben asked me what a squ- what square plays were and stuff, and why it was a square season. Forty four twenty and three. Any bets yeah. with it where the handles fifty three percent or over? Forty four twenty and three. I'm I'm talking like, bro. I've only been betting a while. AK's only been betting a while, or if you've only been betting a while. I'm talking dudes that have been betting for like two decades are saying this is one of the craziest fucking NFL seasons they've ever fucking seen. It's insane. Yes, it's pretty. It's pretty 
irregular, especially with these outright dogs covering and winning too. So oh, the dogs aren't covering and the dogs aren't winning. No, no exactly. Yeah, it's so, yeah, so well, yeah, well, yeah. Outside of the week one, yeah, week one, a lot of dogs covered. But yeah, the last week, yeah, y'all right. So this is my opinion on that, and I've, I've thought about this for uh, a couple of days now since me and Jordan originally talked about it. I kind of talked about this some in baseball, and I had a really good first half of baseball. If you guys remember, man, I had a killer May and June. Yeah, you were like eighteen and zero at one point. And it was our break, man. And I'm sorry, you were like eighteen and zero at one point. Uh, no, I was like never eighteen. It was like eighteen and four over like twenty two games. You so. went on like a huge. You went on like a three week streak. Uh, it was like it was lose. it was fifteen fifteen yeah the fifteen over. But anyways, so my point of that is is. During that time, <laughs> I really uh, kind of stuck to spots. I stuck to situational betting. I stuck to the eye test. You know, I kind of got away from the metrics. I kind of got away from, oh, well, you know, the money's here or the line's moving here, right? So I kind of just knew knew what I saw, right? And I, I didn't care if it was square or not. I feel like after the All-Star break, I got back to trying to be really contrarian with baseball, and it, and it kind of got us, right? And, and Or I'd see, oh, we'd see, you know, 80% of the money's on this side. We've got, you know, and I kind of like the other side, so that would be like the final push over to me going that other side. And then, you know, that team gets smashed nine to one, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think now with so much legalized gambling coming, you know, and, and, and more and more every day, you know, more states, states are getting legal every day, I think we've got to stop thinking – oh, well, we've always got to be on the same side as the book, right? Because that's always been the thing. If a book shades a line or takes a hard stance, we always want to be on the same side. Luckily, last night it worked out for us. Mid-Tennessee State minus three, the books kind of said, nope, keeping it at three here. You know, we're not budging here. Um, so I'm not saying you, you stop going against that. I just feel like we have to stop thinking square versus sharp, right? Because we're seeing it more and more. The square side, if you will, is winning. And, and that kind of is happening in, in all the sports that I bet. So that's my opinion, Jordan. I just I think with legalized gambling and more and more information is prevalent. Like uh, to be to be honest, Irv brought up UTIP earlier. The final thought in me not backing UTIP was, oh well, we knew like an hour before kickoff, Gavin Hardison wasn't going to be the quarterback. Yep. Right. But but the three of us aren't the only people in America that knew that. Right. Yep. And so you see what I'm saying here? So information is more prevalent now. We get information earlier now. And, you know, it used to be you bet a number, and that's basically what you bet. It's not just betting numbers anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I agree to a point of what you're saying, but, like, NFL has always been, like, the book's moneymaker because, like, you get a huge influx of, like, money, of, of liquidity, of public money coming in, right? And a, a prime example is last year, AK, the, the guys that won the Circus Survivor contest was four dudes from Detroit or Michigan, somewhere in Michigan. And literally they said, like, their strategy was fading the public, number one. And you know how you know how in contests they the line closes on Wednesday, but you don't have to put your picks yeah. until Saturday. So, like, they would basically take, like, the lines that, that they got the benefit of on Saturday. So, like... If a line closed plus six on Saturday, but it was plus three on, I mean, I'm sorry, plus six on Wednesday, plus three on Saturday, they would take it, right? Well, this year, it's like a complete opposite. It's it's different from what anybody's ever seen. And while I, I do agree with you, sometimes the public wins, dude. Like, we're not, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, the public never wins, dude. Like, yes, there there are plays where the public wins. 
But when when they win six games out of ten on a Sunday, that is very unusual. You know what I mean? And 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 uh, to your point, or dogs aren't necessarily sharp plays. Like sometimes they're square square dogs, and the Texans plus two and a half was one of them, right? Close plus yep. two and a half, and everybody and their mom was on them, and it covered the two and a half. You know, Ben knows, unfortunately, right? So AK knows though. Sometimes the NFL, contrary to what a lot of people say, NFL falls one or two more than people think it does. Yep. Um. So uh, AK was on the money line for that game. So yes, sir. Canucks up two zero. Who? Canucks. Canucks. I told you on Edmonton. I told you this game you. gonna fly over two goals in the first. You know, I told, Edmonton good. I, Edmonton I, good for about three or four. I told you the Oilers weren't just a locked up on a parlay though. Yeah, you gotta always with the with the with the Oilers. You gotta bet the over, man. You can't always bet the over though, because the books the they'll adjust, you know. Yeah, but they good for about at least four goals. <laughs> I was wondering. It's funny you said that because Richie's texting me. Can I? I told you know, Mister Puck Sharp over here, Richie, mm-hmm. telling Rich me Pucks, Canucks. Baby. Yeah, he's like he's all Canucks one o two o. He's a I hope he's listening right now, man. I love that guy. I love you, Richie, if you're listening. Um, but yeah, man, it's just it's been an unusual year. But AK, we, you and I were talking the other night, and like, I definitely think it's going to balance out as far as the, the the quote unquote square and quote unquote sharp plays. So it'll be something to look forward to as the year goes on, and uh, you know, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, but we got to talk some. Uh, Let's talk some baseball before we get into some college football. AK's frozen. Is he frozen on your screen too, Irv? Yeah. He's just smiling over there. He'll hop right back in here. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, as far as as far as baseball is concerned, Irv, Twins get eliminated tonight, right? Tough, uh, very, very tough sledding. Um, my Twin City Twins let me down, man. Yeah, man, they just they, they couldn't I hit. Can't it, stand dude. Them bitch ass Astros and another ALCS, but hopefully Texas Rangers and Corey Seager can do their thing. But uh, the Twins, man, the pitching held they held up into their bargain for for the, for the most part. It's just the hitting; they just could not get timely hits, and then. They had plenty of runners on base. They just kept swinging at the fucking terrible pitches. I mean, like tonight, I just too aggressive. Tonight, I just felt like they had terrible fucking luck, dude. I mean, there was time. Carlos Correa had two hits over a hundred miles an hour off his bat that were both just hit up hit to guys, dude. Like that's an expected batting average of over four fifty, and he has nothing to show for it because he hit it right at two fucking people. Um, so I think with, with things like that, like, I just think the, the, the twins are a little cursed, man, unfortunately, you know, and I, 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 I thought they were going to win the world series. I thought they had the, the best roster constructed. And, you know, I told you guys after, after game two of the, uh, Astro series, uh, I was like, bro, the twins are in prime position to win the series, bro. They got Sonny Gray going against fucking, Christian Javier or whoever the fuck they throw. And then they got Joe Ryan against whoever they throw. And 
You know, the, the Twins let a lot of opportunities slip in Game 3, which I think ultimately cost them the series. And um, I'm just fucking tired of the Astros, bro. Dude, they had, like, honest. bases loaded twice, man. They had bases loaded twice, Jordan. They're just, like, fucking swinging at everything, man. Like, swinging a ball in the dirt for, like, strike three for the third out. And I was just like, what is going on here? Yeah, bro, Christian Javier had five walks. He should have had nine if dudes were, right. like, just swinging at bullshit pitches, man. It's a... Uh, it's unfortunate. I'm I'm fucking tired of the Astros. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you guys, dude. Like I'm just I'm over it, bro. Like this team was like mid throughout the whole year, bro. Somehow they're back here, and it's just like, can we get rid of these motherfuckers, dude? Like <laughs> as mid as I think the Rangers were all year, and like how lucky they kind of were throughout the year. Like we talked about it throughout the year, like hitting over 300 with runners in scoring position and stuff. We knew that was gonna regress, but it's like. Bro, at this point, I'm cheering for the Rangers because, like, I I do not want to see another fucking Astros World Series, dude. Like, I'm o- I'm over it, dude. Yeah, then you got Mattress Mac. He might win another thirty some million if they win again. And uh, Texas Rangers have never won a World Series before, so that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. But fuck that, fuck both those teams, bro. To be the, the MLB will be in shambles if we get a, a Texas Rangers and Diamondbacks World Series. Oh man, this they might as well file their bankruptcy papers. Because the Rangers was <laughs> Rangers being close, but there was what, like two out there. There was one strike away from winning the World Series. Yeah, in uh, 2011. Yeah, boy the- Josh Hamilton hit that hit that fucking 450 foot bomb, and oh. then yeah, it was all bad. That's when David Freeze uh, made himself known to the world. Yeah, and then guess who paid him? The Angels. The Angels? And then he was never the same. (laughs) That's what the Angels do, baby. That's crazy. (laughs) Just like Anthony Rendon, man. He was a good player in that World Series run. They paid him, and boom. That might might go down as the worst free agency contract in baseball history. It's it's definitely going to be up there for sure. Absolutely for sure. Um, AK, we didn't talk. To, we didn't get to talk to you last night. Irv and I kind of talked about the Orioles a little bit and some of these other teams that have been eliminated and, and what they need to do to be better. What's your, you know, you you are near the DMV area. What's your thoughts on the Orioles and what's a, what's what's kind of the census mm-hmm. out there in in the DMV? Actually, like. Father in law's one of the biggest Baltimore fans you will ever, ever And so, you know, obviously he was very upset about it and he was upset about it, lot, you know, last night. But I talked to him again today about it and he's like, man, you know, I thought about it. He's like, going from what that franchise has been the last few years, you know, if you guys remember a couple years ago, last year, their over under was like 62 and a half, yep. you know, before the season started. And they came in, in a bunch of games. And so he also. Um, and to answer your other question about what I think they can do different, man, I mean, I think you've kind of been preaching this, you know, all season, and I kind of talked about the Diamondbacks and the Cincinnati Reds in the same fashion as, I mean, veteran presence, man, people that have been there, it seems to just work in the playoffs. Um, I, I don't know if it's experience or, you know, what play – I mean, talk about the Texas Rangers. I mean, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, those kind of guys have been there before, man, and look what they're doing for that team. So I guess in baseball, man, because you go through such a long season, and then I hate the playoff format, but that's a discussion for another time. 
I think a veteran, a, a lot of veteran presence, you know, the been there, done that before, I think plays a key role. So, you know, the Orioles gained some valuable, uh, you know, uh, experience this year. It was a good year, man. They were the number one seed in the freaking American League. Yep. Um, and to answer your question, Batista getting hurt obviously hurt him some. Um, you know, I, I think they need at least one more starting pitcher. I really do. Yep. Um, I, I don't know if Dean Creamer, you know, and and I like Kyle Bradish, but that whole I, I don't. I think they need at least one more. Hold that on, kind of two. Rewind there. You like Kyle Bradish, but what? I said I like Kyle, Kyle Bradish, but I'm Kyle Bradish is you know, a, he's, he's an ace. Randy Johnson, he's an ace, bro. I, 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 and that's what I was saying. I was saying they need a two to three hole guy. You know, that can pitch. You know. I don't know. That's what I think. I don't think Dean Kramer's like the the kind of like the Dodgers trotting out Lance Lynn tonight. Your back's against the wall and you're trotting out Lance Lynn. Yeah. Or or Dean Kramer. You know, I don't know. And we that's fucking, my opinion. And we, and we fucking I think, backed uh, him, I think another season. And we, we backed right, him. Yeah, okay. right. Well <laughs> I mean, that's the thing though. The Dodgers have that presence that been there done that before. I mean, with Freddie and Mookie and all these guys. I mean, even some of those like Kiki Hernandez, like all those guys have been here before. And so that's what I thought. I was like, oh my gosh, we're gonna, you know, the Diamondbacks are gonna go home. They're happy. They've they've won their World Series. They're, you know, they've swept the Brewers and now they're two up on the Dodgers. Um, I thought it might be a potential letdown spot and a spot where we would see Brandon Fat get hit some, and where the Diamondbacks wouldn't like roll out eight closers. Yeah, I think there's two things. The boy was out wrong. I think there's a couple things that you that you said. Like my thing with the Orioles, and kind of the similar thing with the Dodgers was like I didn't think the Orioles were going to do that well in the playoffs because they were reliant. Their two best pitchers, a they both had exceeded career innings, right? Kyle Bradish and Grayson Rodriguez. And then you have a ton of inexperience in your roster. Like you, you, you literally, the only guys on your roster that have playoff, playoff experience is Adam Frazier, Aaron Hicks, and um, Kyle Gibson and Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty has never even pitched in the playoffs, but he's been in the playoffs because he's been on the, in the, in the, for the Cardinals. But I mean, you're talking guys that have like never been there, done that, that are in your playoff rotation or in your playoff roster, right? And the same thing with the Dodgers is, like, you're relying on Kershaw, who's a known fucking playoff choker, and then you're relying on Bobby Miller, who surpasses career innings, and then your third starter is a fucking Lance Lynn, who fucking, we already know about Lance Lynn. But you also have a lot of experience in the playoffs on your on your roster because James Altman has been one of your best players for this entire season. He has no fucking playoff experience. Similar thing with the Orioles. With the Dimebacks, like, you got Yuli Gurriel. He's been in the playoffs. He's done it. He's been there. Uh, you got Evan Longoria has played in the fucking World Series. He's played in a ton of fucking playoff games. So and he plays every day. So you can kind of he can kind of tell the guys and kind of balance them out a little bit. And you know you got a lot more playoff experience. Plus you got pitchers in Zach Gallen and, and Merrill Kelly. Who while yes this is this is their first playoff experience. Like they've been here. They've they've pitched this many innings, dude. Like they are seasoned. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're not surpassing crazy innings that all these other guys have. So I think that's a huge part. Now to the point of the Orioles and what they need is like Kyle Bradish is an ace, dude. Grayson Rodriguez will be an ace. I guarantee you like, so they got two bonafide one, two guys, but they need that third guy because I don't think they have him there. I think they got a bunch of four or five starters after him. John means was once a ace, but he's coming back from Tommy John. I don't know if he's that guy anymore. And Dean Kramer, I was telling Irv 
last night, Dean Kramer at best is an innings eater in the regular season. Like you can't rely on him to pitch a regular season. Or, I mean, a playoff game. So they definitely, you're right. They definitely got to adjust, uh, address that. Um, but the Twins, what do you think the Twins do, fellas? What do they got to do? Sonny Gray's a free agent, by the way. You know, are they going to re-sign Sonny Gray? I think you have to. I think you have to, right? Yeah. Yeah. They got to re-sign him. They got to add another bat, honestly. Byron Buxton has to stay healthy. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Uh, that's like it's like asking for the world. That's like asking for world peace, bro. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever gonna yeah. happen. That's like that's like saying Aaron Kidd's gonna stop drinking Vivas. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 one of the building blocks. But honestly, man, the twins, I think they're gonna be all right. Easy, they easily have the best roster in that division. You think um, so, though? I, I think, you they, think if the Guardians are healthy, they got a better roster? Yeah, because the Guardians are too inconsistent. And on top of that, the Guardians... Yeah, the Guardians weren't healthy this year, though. Yeah, but we don't know what they're going to be. Are they going to be sellers? They might... Because Shane Bieber, isn't he due for a new deal? He has one more year of arbitration left. So he's going to yeah. be due for a new deal. Uh, the other guy can't stay healthy. Tristan McKenzie... Uh, Justin no. McKinley, Carl Quantrill ain't the same what he used to be. But look how many rookies they had that pitched well that they're going to be in a full year next year. Gavin Williams, Tanner Bybee, like uh, Logan Allen. Like, dude, they actually they actually have a nice fucking roster. And, like, their bullpen took a step back this year. They can't I, hit. They can't, but, I mean, like, Josh Naylor hit over 300 this year, and he had over 100 RBIs. It's like, dude, if, if Jose Ramirez was even, like, 75% what we're used to. Like, we're talking about a whole different roster. Steven Kwan kind of took a step back. Like, yeah, they have holes they need to fill, but, I mean, yeah. like, that roster healthy is probably the best roster in the division to be if we're keeping it above. The biggest thing that we got the biggest thing we got to question about them is, like, they're losing Terry Francona, who's one of the best managers in the history of baseball. Yeah, that's going to definitely set them back. But he's been mentoring the dude that's going to take over. I forget his name. Or they could uh they can um wrestle Dave Roberts away from the Dodgers. Nah, they're not gonna do that. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> might as well burn the clubhouse down. <laughs> oh yeah. But AK, you agree the the Guardians probably have the best roster if they're healthy in that division. I said that before. I said that before the season started. Remember me and you talked about that. Yep. And I and I actually I'll take my L. I was quick to take an L. Like I thought. The the shift ban was gonna like make the Guardians even better. Yeah, and, and boy, was I wrong. I don't know why they took a step back. I just felt like you could never get like you could never either get the timely hit with them that they delivered the last. You know, especially well, I guess two years ago now. Um, but also too, man, you kind of touched on it, their bullpen. Um, I remember one game I was on them. I think maybe we were all on them. I can't remember. Um, they they led the whole game. Literally, Steve Kwan hits a leadoff home run to start the game at Texas. They lead the whole game in the bottom of the eighth. Um, I think they tra- track like Steven there or one of the guys afford to lead uh, in the eighth inning. And I just like wanted to smash my entire like living. So that's that sounds about right. That <laughs> sounds about right. All right, let's talk some college football, fellas. Yeah, we literally led from the, from the leadoff home run. It would, yeah, I mean that was like the Guardians all year, dude. They just like 
couldn't put it all yep. together, unfortunately. And a lot of it had to do with uh, with injuries and stuff. But let's talk some college mm-hmm. football. Um, first game we're going to talk about is on Friday night. This is Tulane versus Memphis. Um, this is an important game for AK as he has the over in Memphis win totals. They're 4-1 and one on the year, so only th- – what, you had them at 6.5 or 7, AK? 7.5. 7 half. so you need four more wins. Um, yep. I don't know if you're going to get one here, but uh, what do you think about this game? Tulane, lane 4.5, the total is 54.5 basically everywhere. What do you think about this one? I mean, my opinion is, yeah, Memphis, I really hope they didn't, like, blow their load last week against Boise State because that was actually kind of a sharper play. Like, a lot of guys were hammering Boise State last week um, and thought they thought they may beat them. Um, so, you know, but the good news is Memphis has had four straight home games, guys. They, they've played four straight home games. They haven't had to go on the road – um, which I think is huge for them. They get Tulane in the spot that, um, you know, Tulane is Tulane, man. I mean, they're still the top dog in this conference, or should be. Um, you know, you they kind of struggle with UAB a little this week. So, I, I'll be honest, man, like, I haven't got to the window yet because I, I think that I, we still may be able to get a better number because, like, the number's been climbing. I think it opened three and it's like four and a half. I've even seen some five start popping. Yep. Like if I end up getting this like Memphis like six or even better, like I'm probably a fire. Um, I just think you know Memphis not having to go on the road. Tulane's coming in. Um, Memphis is playing well. Man, Seth Hennigan's playing well. Um, and that that offense can score with anybody in the country. So I definitely lean to uh, lean Memphis here. Um, it was one of those games when I broke it down on this show before the season, I actually counted this as a loss, you know, and still being able to get to seven and a half wins. Um, so my season win total is far from over if we lose this game, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be cheering for it and uh, may play it if it we can get a better number. What do you think, Irv? Um, Tulane should win, but Memphis is hot and Memphis at home, right? Yep. Yeah, Tulane is not the same team when they're not when they're mm-hmm. outside of uh, when they're outside of uh, I can't name the name of that stadium. I can't remember the name, but yeah, on the road they're a totally different team. And for some reason, this team is not as disciplined as it was last year. They get a lot of penalties. Um, if they do that against Memphis, I'm thinking it's going to be a high scoring game. But if they quarterback, because what's the name still isn't healthy, so Pratt's playing. He's playing. oh, he's playing. Yeah, he's, he's going to be his first there. game. No, Pratt, he played Pratt's last healthy, week. but. But they haven't been throwing the ball like hardly any. Irv's right. Since he came back, man, he's only had like 18, 23 attempts. Like, they, they haven't been trying to throw the ball. I mean, they're, they're a rush-first team anyways. Like, they're going to run the ball unless you can't right. stop them. Yeah, but then would that mean if they get behind, it might, it might be nasty? Uh, yeah, I mean, that that's true, but got to get behind. And unfortunately, you know, the one thing about um, – Hold on, I'm trying to pull it up right now. So Tulane rushing the ball, honestly, PPA, they're actually not that good. Passing PPA, they're really fucking good. But defensively is where they actually get their their money's worth, dude. Like, they're actually a really good defensive team. Um, They're 51st in the country against explosiveness. They're 58th in the country in success rate on defense. They're 12th in havoc, so they create a lot of turnovers which is really important, but you also can't 
you can't um, always rely on turnovers because some of them are just not sustainable. But Memphis, on the on the other hand, they're they're 101st in PPA rushing the ball, 85th in success rate. So they really rely on passing the football. Memphis does, and uh, I don't know. I, I I agree. I think this could be a shootout. To be honest, I think the over might actually be the play. I don't know if I love any side on this. I I do think Tulane actually wins the ball game. I just think they're the better team. But I'm with I'm with you, Irv. I think this actually this might be a good overplay here. Might get to be a shootout on a Friday night. Alex Vesia and yeah, Packers. Friday night shootout. Oh, what what happened? I will say, uh, guys, I. I... I will say that, uh, you know, I came on the show and talked about Seth Hennigan a lot in the offseason. He's kind of he's kind of been as advertised. So uh, I definitely expected him to take another step forward this year. He's been looking the part. But, uh, man, they're, they're really getting a lot of production on the ground as well from uh, Blake Watson. So he's been running the ball pretty tough. Um, they haven't and, been uh, good. They haven't I like this good. Memphis team, man. I was, I was really big on them. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jordan. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I was just, I was no, I was just saying, I was really high on this Memphis team. Um, you know, I, I liked Blake Watson from his time at ODU, right down the street from me. Um, so uh, you know, he came over, was huge then, and uh, he's kind of taken over that backfield. Where which I thought would be more of a committee uh, backfield, but uh, he's kind of taken over as the lead back there. AK got the inside scoop over there. Nice. Um, all right, let's move on to. Uh... UW versus Oregon. This game's at uh, I think it's twelve noon on Saturday, twelve thirty p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so three thirty Eastern Time. Um, we got Washington laying two and a half points. Oregon catching two and a half on the other side. Totals at sixty seven and a half. This might be the highest total of the year. Uh, what do you guys? No, USC um, over under against. Uh... Arizona started out at 71 and got bet down to 69, and it still went over both. Did it? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. What, what do you guys think about this one here? Oregon and um, in Washington. At, at Washington, by the way. Um, honestly, last year, Washington went into Oregon and beat them. And Oregon is playing a little better on the on, on the D-line this year, but that secondary is still barbecue, uh, barbecue uh, chicken. And I think Phoenix might have a day. Like he did last year, um, multiple touchdowns over 300 yards passing. It's going to be a shootout. I foresee whoever has the ball last probably will win the game. What's the weather, first of all? Um, the weather, I didn't see any inclement weather. I think it's going to be clear. It's going to be raining. It's going to be raining. I will say this, Jordan, to add on earth, I've, I've gone back and forth with this game since – uh, I guess since Sunday, probably. Um, you know, there's some threes that that'll pop, and then it gets bet right back down. Um, I agree with Herb. I feel like it comes down to who has the ball last, and I usually like being on the dog in those situations. Um, so both of these defenses are terrible, in my opinion. I mean, really, truly, like I feel like they couldn't stop us if we went out there and suited up. Um, but I, I do give the it's to Oregon a little bit on that side. Um, I, I've really I'm so torn on this game, man. But I definitely lean Oregon actually. 
it's gonna be 54 clear a little cloudy no rain no nothing in the weather in the um that could change i'm seeing i don't uh, see any wind on covers it says that it's gonna be raining or is that seen right now? I don't know if that's right now. It doesn't have a date, so it could it be. There's wind, six miles an hour, gust at seven miles an hour, uh, cloudy. Um, I'll say this though: I do think Oregon's defense is much improved, especially like they played. Uh, I mean, they haven't really played anyone. Colorado is probably the best team they played. On the flip side, Washington hasn't really played anyone either, so. Arizona might be the best team Washington's played, and Arizona didn't cover against. I mean, I'm sorry, Washington didn't cover against Arizona. Um, however, you know, Oregon. <clears throat> you look at their defensive metrics; they're actually pretty fucking solid. Um, so I do think that they're improved defensively against the pass. Yeah, who have they played? Uh yeah. I mean, that's it's a fair question. I mean, they 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 did play Oregon, and they absolutely shut Oregon's pass game down, dude. You know what I mean, like. They're the only team that's done that. Colorado. Colorado, I'm sorry. They shut Colorado's pass game down. They're the only team that's done that. Nobody yeah, else has. Colorado's yeah. been block them, and all they did was blitz. And it doesn't matter. game plan was terrible. doesn't but, matter. They're the only team that shut – they're the only team that Colorado's played that shut their pass game down. The only team. And they well, did. If you want to give them that much credit, I guess. But they played a Texas Tech team and gave up 30. And we know Texas Tech is nowhere near as good. Yeah, but they also had to go into Lubbock. They also had okay. to go. They also went into Lubbock. That's a. It's not an easy place to play by any stretch of the imagination, especially for yeah, a non-conference but, team. But I'm not. I'm not gonna give Oregon defense credit for stopping Colorado when we know Colorado O line is absolutely terrible. I mean, USC um, couldn't stop Colorado's offense. So, um, Washington averages 446 yards passing. Oregon gives up 153. They do, but how many yards passing did? Uh, Washington have against Arizona. They had over 400. Is Phoenix Arizona? just didn't throw any touchdowns. I think he was 30 for like 40-something, and he had like 375 yards, but no touchdowns. I mean, here's the thing. I like Michael Phoenix Jr. You guys know, and I hate to say this, Jordan, but my prediction that Jordan didn't like too much at the beginning of the season when I said Washington was going to beat uh, – was going to win that conference uh, – it might come to fruition, but right. neither here nor there. I think it's a perfect spot for Oregon. I think you get a maximum effort from Oregon, and I, I think Bo Nix and them boys just step up and 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 come to play, man. I really do. It's revenge game. Revenge um, game. That's that's the biggest, the biggest thing, thing I think we are mentioning. Yep. And here, here's the here's the big thing is I really truly and I said this earlier, so I'm not going to repeat. I'm, I don't mean to go on a tangent about it, but like I really do think Oregon's defense is a step above Washington's defense. Yes, even though I think they're both bad. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Yeah, I'll definitely give you Oregon's defense is better because Washington gave up over 500 yards to Cal, and Cal is not a great team. But on the to counteract that, my question would be: Can you trust Oregon outside of Oxen Stadium? I mean, they went into Texas Tech and won a game. Yeah, but we all know Texas Tech is overrated. Yeah, but you, you still got to go into Lubbock, dude. That's still a tough place to play. Like yeah, I, I wouldn't agree. give that much to a tough place to play. Patrick Mahomes played there for three years. They never win a record. So let's let's be real. Like, if we're going to give Oregon credit for beating Texas Tech on the road, give Kanye, motherfucker, okay, congratulations. I mean, who but, is who? Washington went on. Who's Washington beat this year? Though? That's they my played, they've played nobody. 
that's my thing is like Oregon's definitely played a tougher schedule. They've played Stanford, Colorado, Hawaii, Texas Tech, and Portland State. Bro, Hawaii might be the second toughest team on Washington's schedule this year. Bro, they, they dude. So they, Hawaii is better than Boise State. Hawaii's better than Tulsa. Hawaii's better than Michigan State. Well, the Michigan State thing, they got Michigan State in the midst of like that Mel Tucker shit. Yeah. I'm like literally saying, the league. Yeah, yeah, Hawaii did. better than Cal. Hawaii better than Arizona. I mean, dude, I'm I don't know. Like I'm saying, expect a shootout. Whoever has the ball last night. I'll, I'll say this, dude. I'll, I, think I'll say, I, hear, I think I hear a friendly taffer wager. If you, Jordan and Irv just. I'll say this, though. Boise State is trash. Boise State is fucking trash. If you believe in Bo Nix, win you a game, more power to you. It's a little, little, little right, left, right. Or we're one and one on <laughs> going against each other. To the quarterback. But I, I, I don't know who I like on this side. Like, I, I, I'm kind of with AK in the revenge factor. Like, dude, I think Oregon has a little bit more motive. I mean, I'm not saying they, they have more motivation, but, I mean, they got fucking beat up at home last year. So they're definitely yep. going to want revenge this year, dude. Yeah, like, they can want revenge. Oh, I promise home. you, this game has is been circled since the schedule was released. Yep. Is that going to stop Michael Penix for throwing for damn near 500 again? And five hey, I like Michael Penix, and I stand by what I said. But I, 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 I'm, I'm probably going to play Oregon. There it is. So I haven't done it yet, but I'm probably going to play Oregon. So there you go. I lean Oregon. I haven't played it. I don't know if I'll get to the window on it, but I definitely lean. I'm not playing Washington, I'll tell you that much. Nope, me neither. Not doing it. It's either Oregon or absolute stay away. Yep. There's no other way. I, I, I think Oregon's a better team, dude. I really do. And the only thing that, like, keeps me away from playing it is that the fact that it's in Seattle. And, like, I've been to that stadium, <laughs> dude. And, like, that stadium is ferocious. Like it is. Hey loud. Jordan, circa literally as we're talking about this, I literally on the wager talk live odd screen, I watched circa move it to my uh to minus three, minus one oh five Washington. Damn, so I mean money's coming out of Washington. Yep. Yeah, I mean I, I honestly I, I get the def- Morgan's defense is better than Washington, but Kalen DeBoer is going to scheme that defense to pieces like he did last year. Yeah, I agree. I think Kalen DeBoer is definitely the better coach. I think and that then, they have the home. And then you home have to trust advantage. Dan Lannon to make in-game adjustments. Good luck with that. Like I said, like I'm probably not going to bet this game, dude, at all. But if I were to, it's probably Oregon. But I, I so see a side for both sides. And then we'll move on from this one. I will say this does scare me a little bit as well. Do you know who Washington plays next week? Oregon State? Or what? No, they don't nope. play Wazoo. A- Arizona State. Uh, do you know who Oregon plays next week? They play Washington Washington, Washington State. Ooh. So so um at home you though, know, right? At home, and then they gotta go to Utah. So this is about to begin a gauntlet. So I, I yeah, don't know. Utah- my doctor cut you off, AK, but Utah might not have Cam Rising for the rest for the season. Yeah, he might still playing. Play. Yeah, but, but my point stuff, of that is, is, don't you think they want to start off with a win, knowing what they've got to do the next three weeks? They got to go Washington, Washington State, Utah. I mean, I, I, I would, you know, trust me, I'd be thinking agree. about it. 
the Pac-12 cannibalization is about to begin, and only the cream yep. is going to rise to the top. But Utah not having Cam rising, I don't see them beating any top team in the Pac-12. And he finally had to come out and say it because uh, shout-out to that trash-ass Utah fan base. Um, <laughs> only one I respect is Loney. Um, oh, shout-out OG, I love you. Um, hey, Loney's the one that said he said last week. He said I don't think Cam Rising yeah. is gonna play all year. That fan base pretty much called out Cam Rising and said he was faking an injury. How are you warming up before every game and practicing and not playing? And his DMs was getting flooded with hate and shit. So he had to come out and say like he just didn't tear his ACL. He actually tore his whole. He tore up his whole knee. He tore his MCL. He tore his ACL. He tore PCO. Um, like two other things in his knee. Complete. Knee reconstructive surgery, and they expect him to come back from that in nine months. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Well, uh, two Fridays ago, I would have gladly sent him a thank you card for not playing when we cash our Oregon State. Bet. So, <laughs> thanks, Cam Rising. I appreciate it. I will certainly send you some heart emojis in your DMs. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, but Cam, Cam's knee injury is, is a lot, a lot more serious than what Utah was letting on, and they didn't really report that injury the way they were supposed to. So. That's why he had to come out and say something. It sucks that he as a player had to do that because that should be on the coaching staff, not on Cam Rising. Damn, Dodgers are really going to get fucking shut out in a fucking elimination game, dude. This is yep. crazy, bro. Oh, I will say, guys, it's Oregon or pass for me. Um, yeah, I agree. That's where I'm at right now. Uh, I agree. I, um, I, I'll say this. It's Oregon or pass for me unless – if I find a three-and-a-half and it jumps to three-and-a-half somewhere, I'm, I'm probably going to play Oregon. yeah. Yeah, and I I agree. I'm definitely Oregon or pass at this point. But I I see both sides to the story, dude. And that's kind of why it's like Oregon or pass. And, like, I honestly don't want nothing to do with this. And, like, the total, honestly, it it might be an under game, dude. Because it's going to be a hard-fought game. Might be some turnovers. If it's a close battle. You know, playing an over 70-71, that's insane, dude. I don't know how many games... That are set at seventy go over, like yeah, especially with that new rule with the running clock and only getting yeah. stopped in the last two minutes, it could affect it. But man, Washington defense gives up a lot of points, so they do. And Oregon, hey, Jordan, here, here, here's a quick laugh yeah. for you. I'm also going with my zigzag theory because guess who <laughs> I bet in that game last year? Or uh, you bet you do or Oregon last year? No, uh-uh. I bet, bet Washington. Dope. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, Irv and I were both on Washington, too, last year. We both liked Washington. Yep. I remember that. Because they were like six-and-a-half-point dogs or something. So I was like, oh, they're going to cover for sure. It was disrespectful. I don't, I don't think it was six-and-a-half. I think it was like five. It was more than a field goal. I know that. But it was less than yeah, a touchdown. Yeah, it was. It was, it was like, in, it was in it was like four and a half or five, yeah. I was like, yeah, man, it's disrespectful. It's going to be closer than that. Um, all right, let's move on to the next game. A real game. The game of Saturday, a rivalry game, Notre Dame versus the University of Southern California. Right now, Notre Dame's laying two and a half. The total sixty and a half. Irv, I'm gonna let you start out with this one. I'm interested um, to hear what you say. USC ain't won a game in Notre Dame since 2011. So, if that defense can show up and actually play four quarters, I got. I think we have a good shot at winning because. Notre Dame's offense is not great, nope. um, but we have we tend to make less than less than great or less than good offenses look good. So 
I don't know. It just depends, man. I'm gonna just. I'm not betting the game. I'm just gonna try to enjoy it and watch it and hopefully to win the damn game. A soft. I'll say this, guys. You know, uh, I, was, I, I bet Louisville last week. Um, thought it was a great spot. You know, classic look ahead spot. Notre Dame knew what they had on deck. Um, I, I'll say Notre Dame's offense is better than people give them credit for. Um, and USC's defense since week one, I just cannot trust them, man. Ever since I watched San Jose State did what they did, and then in my drunken stupor Saturday night, watched what was going on halfway in that Washington – I mean, um, Arizona-USC game, like, I was like, this team can't stop anybody. And and now I'm starting to think that USC – you kind of mentioned discipline earlier, Irv. Like, I, I don't know if they're the most disciplined team. Like, I, no, I don't know. I, I promise you I won't play this game. I'm not playing this game, so it's a pass for me. Um, but I'd actually lean Notre Dame in this game, guys. The only thing I will say is, like, honestly, the defense won them the game on Saturday. Like, I understand. Defense came up, and they made plays when they had to, and it ended up winning them the game. But I do agree with you in the sense that, like, they're very undisciplined. Like, they're undisciplined on both sides of the ball and on special teams. Like, they're poorly coached, and Lincoln Riley is supposed to be, like, this coaching guru, and he hires these bozos to coach underneath him, and, like, they're bozos, so he's a bozo, and <laughs> he might be the most overrated coach in football. And, like, yeah, he, he coaches Heisman Trophy winners. That's great, dude. That's awesome. But, I mean, like, dude, the offense looked like shit for, like, four quarters until the end of the third quarter last week, and Caleb Williams had to pull fucking – Bunnies out of his fucking hat, dude. To like, actually, well, honestly, win that game. that's more on him being who he is and not wanting to adjust because they was playing seven DBs majority of the game and Lincoln refused yeah, to do all what he should have been doing. Irv, but you I'm not hired... going to sit here and say that Lincoln Riley is one of the most overrated coaches in college football. That you, that's just how they've been undisciplined all year, dude. That's on yeah. the head coach. That don't make him overrated. If it's how they've been undisciplined, they're not getting a whole bunch of penalties. The problem is, is when when the offense gets a big lead, the defense takes a foot off the gas, and that's that's more on the defensive staff than it is on Lincoln Riley because he does. He's I don't the know, head I don't coach. Think, I don't know if he's in tune with the defense, but that's his fault, head, dude. He's the head coach, bro. He's supposed to be. And in maybe tune that's with the problem. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Right. So he probably should take more onus on being involved with the defense and seeing what Alex Grinch is doing, how he counteracts and what he's – because I don't see how you practice against the best offense in the fucking country every day. And you can hold your own against them, but then you go out in games and give up 40, 50 points to teams that's nowhere near on the offensive caliber of your offense. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, it's – but it's – so, at, the, at the end of the day, it's like we give Lincoln Riley a pass because he's coached three Heisman Trophy winners. I get it, dude. Like, no, nah, I wasn't about giving him a pass because what he said in practice four made Heisman a lot Trophy of sense. Winners. If they didn't fucking botch that field goal at the end of the game and won in over in regulation, the defense gave up seventeen points in the first quarter and only would have gave up eleven points the rest of the game. That's what I'm saying. Like the defense actually won them the game, dude. Like, so they did. But the offense was, like, mid the whole game. And, like, you go out and you hire Cliff Kingsbury. He's the most expensive fucking analyst in the in college football. And it's like, bro, you can't figure out that they're dropping seven DBs for three fucking quarters? 
Like, what are we doing? Yeah, but dude? that's not. But what that, do you think? Said, what do you think Notre Dame's going to do? Else but Lincoln Riley. He. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, his offense the way he wanted to run it. So he don't know what he's doing because when they ran the ball, they had success. So. Let's go, Dodgers. What happened? Is anybody else watching this? What, Let's what go. Happened? What happened? Let's go. What happened? I'm not watching. What happened? <laughs> we just scored two runs, and now we got guys on first and second. Let's go. Let's tie this. <laughs> Let's go, Doyers. Doyers. Go, Doyers. Who's up at the plate, AK? You guys David Peralta. Um, oh, uh, shit. You I didn't do a double play, dog. Lines, uh, probably more than I should. Um, but I will say, Jordan said earlier about two and a half. Do you realize it's two and a half at like every major book out there? You know how the running joke in our group, Circa always knows. Do you realize Circa's never came off a three on this game? It's still a three right now at Circa. I just looked. So it's three they are Circa? taking a stance on Notre Dame. Yeah, that's they are taking a stance, and that right there m- makes me feel like Notre Dame's the right side because I just because based off all the money USC's got like two thirds of the money right now, and and so I can't I man, can't I don't trust. Know. Dude. It's just hard to bet against Caleb Williams and USC as a dog. Yeah, right. It's very hard to. So that's why, like, I I probably wouldn't bet against. I probably wouldn't. But like, AK, this I feels feel like Notre Dame's is a AK. This feels a lot like the Super Bowl where like. The Chiefs were a dog the whole two weeks before the Super Bowl. And, you know, us smart people were like, you're giving me Pat Mahomes as a dog? Like, <laughs> this is yep. – give it to me, dude. So I, I feel that way towards towards this USC game. But I don't know. Like, USC hasn't shown us anything, dude. And, you know, as a USC – like, I'm a diehard USC fan, bro. Like, I live and breathe. With my Trojans, dude. Like, they dictate how my Saturdays go, bro. Like, they literally do. Like, if you guys saw me on Saturday night, I was literally ready to blow up my entire fucking neighborhood, dude. Like, it was ready to go down, dude. If you guys saw me Saturday night, you would have seen me buy a 10-piece of chicken for me and my wife. (laughs) At the Venus or Parker's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're an idiot, dog. And uh, somehow staggering down uh, downtown Savannah, uh, smoking <laughs> a cigar. So, like, kind of how I, where, where where I was at there. <laughs> I, um, I, I, but I, I agree, man. Like, I, I just, I, I, you know, we talked about square dogs. That was kind of like one of the topics of 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 the show when we started it. Like it feels like to me, USC may be a square dog, and I'm just gonna say it. Don't so, you? Say sorry, that. guys, love y'all. Don't mean you say it, that? But it just feels like it. Don't you uh, say that? Dog shit. But hey, I will say this: this is how fucking crazy gambling is, right? If if no, if I lose my Louisville bet last week, or, or like say Notre Dame just smashed Louisville last week, and USC still had the the lack of day school effort to say the least that they had, I would really like USC in this spot. Is trick betting Notre Dame? Uh, he's playing in that game. <laughs> Sorry, as Austin Barnes, they really do shit. They, they <laughs> pinch hit Austin over. Barnes. Yep. Oh my god. for. Why yeah, the fuck would they the pinch hit Austin here. Barnes, bro? You might as well bring in Colton Wall, bro. You might as well bring in me. Yeah. yeah. You might as well yep. have me Saturday night. First pitch, chicken. ground out. 
Oh my goodness, bro! What the? Well, f- they got some momentum. What they gonna do with it? Yep. What are the Dodgers doing? Bringing in Austin Barnes, bro. This is why Dave Roberts. Like, I try to fucking uh, defend this dude, bro. But like, you do that kind of shit. But yep. on the on the uh, at the same time, like, why is Austin Barnes even on your fucking roster, dude? Yeah. So that honestly might be on the front office. You're telling me you can't find a better backup catcher than Austin fucking Barnes? Diego Cartaya is better than Austin Barnes right now. Yeah. Bro, you could have picked up, like, fucking, um, I don't even know, someone off the street who's probably better. Who's actually played Major League Baseball? I'm not just talking about any regular homeless person or nothing. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Trick just texted. Austin Barnes swinging first pitch. Nothing could do there. <laughs> Did Trick bet Dodgers? Yeah, he's on Dodgers too. God damn it. Bro, I'm telling you, whenever Trig and I are on the same side, dude, we lose, bro. It's like guaranteed. It's actually insane, AK. How bad? Yeah, it is. <laughs> damn, the Aces might sweep the fucking uh, <laughs> Liberty. Don't say that, Final Irv. Score one hundred four to seventy six. Don't jinx. Don't jinx us, dude. Is this the best out of five or best out of uh, seven? I think it's five. Oh, okay, they up two zero. One more, one more game. They sent back to back champs. All right, fellas, let's get some best bets. Let's go, y'all. Your boy got a good best bet. Uh, y'all go first because I'm kind of torn between my best bet. You want me to go so first? Is, Jordan, kick us off, baby. All right. So we're going uh, to the late night, late, 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 late night. We're going west of the Pacific Ocean. We're going to Hawaii. You know, teams that I love. We're going Hawaii, San Diego State. We're going over 53 and a half. And here is why. San Diego State is 34th in rush success. uh, 63rd in PPA per rush. Hawaii is 113th in PPA against the rush and 96th against in success. So San Diego State is definitely going to be able to fucking run the ball. However, San Diego State pass defense giving up 14.3 yards per attempt per completion. I'm sorry. And Hawaii is averaging over 10 yards per completion. Brady Shaker. Brady Shaker is very nice. Last four meetings between these two are within seven points. So I don't really want to take a side here. Um, so I, I definitely think this shit's going over, dude. This shit's going way over. It's at 53 right now, 53 and a half. It's going to close at like 58 and a half. I would honestly take this up to 60. I think it's, I think this is going to be an absolute fucking shootout, dude. The fighting Timmy Changs against the Aztecs. Over 53. Hey, Irv, hey, real quick. Jordan's uh, Hawaii bets are like my Colorado Rockies bets in baseball. <laughs> Pot committed, baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, y'all, That's my true. boys. Um, my best bet is um, North Carolina minus three, minus three and a half. I don't know how Miami bounces back from losing a game like that. And you got to go to North Carolina and play them. Bro, Good I feel like this week to the Hurricanes, but I think North Carolina what they asked. Irv, I I love you, but I I think that the I think that Canes like I think that kind of lost like no um, <laughs> I, think it, I think it gathers the locker room, dude. No. 
Bro, you had players sitting on the sideline talking saying, what the fuck are we doing? I agree, I agree, I agree, but uh if anything, it heated up what's the name seat to get his ass packed up. That's some of the worst shit I ever saw. That's crazy because that's his second time doing this shit. Yeah, it is the second time, dude, actually. He did it against Stafford and they lost the game. I promise you all I promise you, all those players have been drinking an unimaginable amount of alcohol trying to forget this all week. I promise pity uh, drinking all week. I would feel a lot better if they was at home, but they got to go on the road after a loss like that. I don't see them responding well. Stabilitating. I, I mean, I, I feel you. I'm not – I wouldn't bet Actually Miami. Actually, with her. I do. I wouldn't bet Miami, but – I think that they could. I think it could be a mo- moment where like it galvanizes the locker room, not necessarily yeah, coaches, gal- but galvanizes the locker room. Galvanizes them for ass whooping. Shit. All right, AK. What's galvanizes your their liquor. I mean, their fucking <laughs> liver into liquor. Um. I uh, no, guys. I'm gonna hit out, man. Um. Speaking of season win totals, Kansas over. Five and a half wins. Uh, uh, season went over to me, Jordan, our good friend CT, good friend of the show, cooked up uh, actually live on the show. Uh, here we are. Oh man, AK froze. He's going. Uh, AK, you there? We see you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you. AK, you going uh, KU minus three? Yeah, guys. So, you know, Jason Bean, I, I fully trust him in Daniel's absence. He played well against UCF. Um, I was really upset I didn't bet Kansas last week. They're running with Devville. Um, <laughs> and he's just running through people. Um, Oklahoma saw a big win against Kansas State as big underdogs. Um, but I, I can't forget the South Alabama smash in Iowa State, who two teams that just aren't playing great. Um, I think it's kind of a, a – I think a lot of people are betting this game because it's like, a, okay, Oklahoma – you know, Oklahoma State's on the rise again. Um, I'm cashing my win total on this one, baby. I bet it minus three and a half. I bet it minus three. I like it at any number, probably up to four, guys. So, um, Kansas, we'll call it minus three and a half for uh, – for the show's sake, so nice. Let's go. AK KU minus three, three and a half. Irv UNC minus four. Myself over fifty three and a half. Hawaii and San Diego State. The late, 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 late night. It'll be eleven p.m. AK time. He'll be fucking snoozing, and he'll be complaining to me like an hour before about how I need to get him a winner for yeah. Sunday. Right, AK. Hopefully, we've had a couple fucking winners, and uh, AK, if AK uh, AK wins that win tonight, man, I'm fucking, I'm in the clear, baby. Let's roll. All right, all right. Down four zero in the second. Damn. Who? Uh, Canucks up four zero on Edmonton. Bro, I told y'all. I told y'all. To Edmonton, just, baby. Edmonton just got a power play. I talked to Andrew. He said. He said, "I don't, I don't like either side, but I would lean Vancouver." Okay. Is uh, Colorado still winning? 
That's all that matters. Uh, yeah, they have one zero. The Kings can't score to fucking save their life. Dude, I'm telling you guys, follow Andrew McInnes on Twitter if you want to bet hockey. The dude is yep. an absolute fucking that. puck sharp, dude. <laughs> like, everything he tells me is pretty spot on. It's very, yep. very rare he gives me falsified information. Shout out to Andrew if you're listening to this. Not that I bet on, uh, yeah, not that I uh, bet Canadian football, but he's also a really good uh, sharp guy in Canadian football. Yeah, he is Canadian. For those that aren't wondering, he he lives in Canada, so he's he's sharp with those. He's even sharp with OHL too. Which is, Andrew, uh, Andrew who? Andrew McKinnis. Hey, uh, George Rich Pucks, our local uh. Our local sharp pucks guy just texted me and said he's been studying the Canucks in the preseason, watched all the preseason games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love Richie, dude. Me too, man. That that guy's great, man. You ever want to sweat out a fucking game? Grab you some Vivas and come hang out with me and Rich. I promise you. (laughs) It'll be amazing. Yeah, both of you guys are the most overreactive motherfuckers, dude. Like, It'll be like the first quarter of a game, and like one thing will happen. You guys will be like, "This team's winning the fucking championship. This team's winning the Super Bowl." I'm like, "Bro, it's the first quarter, dog. We're like five minutes into it, dude." I think I texted Sam Houston State when uh, (laughs) they didn't even score a touchdown, bro. They got over the fifty, and you were like, "Ah, they're winning the." I said, "Sam Houston has won the national championship." (laughs) That's like Richie too, bro. Every time, bro. Every time. NFL Sundays, Richie will be texting me, dude, after, like, one play. Oh, my God, dude, this fucking team sucks. Like, bro, chill, dude. Like, it's fucking the first quarter, dude. There's still still fucking 55 minutes to be played, bro. Chill. Love Richie. Oh, my God. Colton Wong just took a leadoff walk. Let's go. In the top of the eighth. Should we, uh, before we end the show, should we uh, wait here and sweat out this eighth inning or what? Fuck, I'll sweat it out with you boys. Let's rock. All right. I got to pee real quick. I will say that. So you guys got to hold it down for a second. So make it entertaining for the people. Well, you can't get the ginkle if you, he does walk and give up hits. So can the Dodgers make it and happen? Seawall does too. That's the yeah. thing. Seawall does too. They'll give them opportunities. <laughs> they just got to capitalize. Come on, Mookie. That's like. But that's like the chick at the bar at one o'clock giving you a fucking opportunity, man. You know, are we going home or what are we doing here? Marcus Lambets, we need a hit. A fucking two run home run would be amazing. He's fucking dude though. Him and he Freeman. Is, him and Freeman is super dude. Or if you uh like anything on the slate tomorrow, man. Uh, I actually like that. I like that over for Memphis and Tulane, and I like. Uh, let me look at some more in a. Uh, what about your boys? Your your NFL team. My Broncos. I think they well, yeah. with the Chiefs. We usually cover versus them. I don't think we beat them. We ain't beat their ass since Peyton Manning was our quarterback. But yeah. I honestly think we. It's a lot cover. of points, ten and a half, man. Yeah, to give an NFL to spot an NFL team. Because that means all the Broncos got to do is come out and realistically take a 10-point lead or a 7-point lead at any point in the game, and they'll be good. But yep. do we trust them to do that? I don't know, man. God, man, I don't know, Irv. It's so so painful to think about doing. 
Yeah, but man, I brought my Broncos, man. I don't know what the fuck we doing. The offense one got way better. You think you guys will re you think you guys will tear it down if you don't, you know, if uh, they got the, you know, sitting there with two they, or three wins they at got the trade the Walmart deadline. money now. So I think I think the only person that's untouchable is Patrick Sertan Jr. I think anybody yeah, else yeah. can get their ass shipped out, honestly. You think Judy and Sutton get traded? Sutton probably. Judy, they'll probably hold on to him because they actually really, really like him. So if someone gets traded, it's probably going to be Sutton. Yeah, I like Sutton, man. He's kind of tall and athletic. and Yeah, he just got to stay healthy. And, and his, hold on to the ball, man. He's got yeah, so many fumbling issues, man, man. That's his main problem. And it's crazy because his first couple years, he was catching fucking everything. Yep, I remember that. Now it's just he cannot be consistent with catching the damn ball. Damn, Mookie struck out, dude. Dude, Mookie, <laughs> he's been terrible. Yeah, he ain't. I don't think he got a hit the whole fucking series. I don't think he does either. Damn, come on, Freddie. He's just been complete dog shit. I know, man. Freddie's due, though. Oh, what happened in the North, New Mexico State game? There was a fucking punt return? Yeah. Punt block? What the fuck? Damn. Come on, Mookie K, dude. Mookie, Mookie sucks, struck out. Dog. God, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, it was a punt block, Jordan. God damn it, dude. Good thing. Sam Freddie Mark's Freeman is due. Yeah, I think Freddie is definitely due. Yeah, I've been seeing both those motherfuckers that do all series, bro. Mookie hit so has no run right now, calling it. Mookie doesn't have a fucking hit, bro. Yeah, nope. A hit. That's crazy. Freddie Freeman strikes out. What a fucking clown. Damn. A leadoff walk, back to back strikeouts. Yep. All that. Just garbage, man. Fuck, man, we got to sign Shohei, fucking Blake Snell. <laughs> what, what fucking shortstop is available? We need a shortstop. You guys um, can get a Jorge Mateo. Mateo. Yeah. I mean, Freddie Freeman just, just swung his shit so far out of the fucking zone. Yeah, just that, now. Was that was terrible. a terrible bet. A horrible bet. Shit, give me... Um... That's the problem, dude. It was... If your two best players are like absolute fucking trashy, you have like no chance, dude. Yeah, especially yeah. with that. Fucking JD Martinez has been our best hitter this series. That's yeah, like, he has. That's been the that was a problem with the Orioles, dude. Like Adley didn't show up, but I mean Adley's in his first fucking playoff series, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you can't hold that against Adley. But Gunner showed up. Yeah, Gunner's a dog. He's gonna be a future MVP, bro. He might be, honestly be better than Adley. God, JD Martinez sucks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, he could pack us to fuck up. We still got a ninth yeah. inning. Come on, man. Y'all be fucking some sorry as motherfuckers, dude. Seawalt blew fucking three saves since he's been with the Diamondbacks. Three or four yeah, times. I told her while you were gone. I was like, man, Seawald has a tendency to walk some people and allow some hits. Yeah. It might Hopefully happen. he does it tonight. It might happen. Ginkle's honestly their best fucking reliever. He is. Low-key Ryan Thompson, great pickup from the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, has played, has pitched very well for them. 
Shocker, right? A Tampa Bay Rays reliever is good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The Rays, they just need some hitters in the postseason, too, outside of Randy Rosarena. God, dude. JD's Damn, an Avalanche scored fucking two goals in the second. My Kings are uh, might be cooked. Told you there's another Andrew special right there. Yeah, we can't beat these motherfuckers to save our life. <laughs> Andrew called. He called Rich Pucks to Texas to Canucks was sharp. <laughs> Five and one. Five to one now. Five to one Canucks? Yeah, they just scored on a power play. Yep. Damn. And the Calgary's in a So, Irv, man, here's the question. What do the Dodgers got to do to to win a fucking playoff series? Oh, God, don't get him started, bro. He's going to tell, um, tell you all this fucking outrageous shit that's never going to happen. Go ahead. No, honestly, we just got to stay healthy, man, because we was just that's fucking true. destroyed with injuries. And we got to build You more. still won 100 games. <laughs> I know, but. It's because we're the fucking Dodgers, man. And <laughs> we're the Dodgers. We just can't win in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the regular- Diamondbacks are taking that. <laughs> yeah, the regular it's season is down never fucking worse. It's, it's just the playoffs. Honestly, I just think we got to stay healthy, man. We got to find a replacement for Urias because he's not he's not coming back to the I Dodgers. agree with that. Well, he's, he's a free agent anyways, too. Um, he, they, the DA went forward with the charges against his ass because – he can't get saved by his girl this time. It was witnesses, and they and they mm-hmm. um, they wrote statements. They're cooperating, so he's fucked. He's out of L.A. He um, the Braves will probably sign him. I know they love a woman beater in that clubhouse. Um, <laughs> he probably ends up in Atlanta next year, honestly. But honestly, we got to add at least two or three pitchers. We need a shortstop. Um, we got to get rid of fucking Austin Barnes. You can't keep trotting that trash fucking can out there. Cartaya should definitely be in the majors next year. Um, He'll probably be up there. Yeah. Yeah, he will. I just need – you need to walk it to him. I may got to go to the bullpen, man. He he can't stay healthy as a starter, so he probably he definitely has to go to the bullpen. Shrine is going to be healthy. Shelby Miller's coming back. I just think if we could stay healthy, man, and add Shohei – we gotta add more than get, show it. Yeah, hopefully we get Blake Snell too. Yeah, but the Irv, the problem is, is like, dude, you got like David Peralta batting every day. You got Jason Hayward batting every day. You got fucking um, I don't even know who the fuck your shortstop is. Like that's the problem. Like yeah, I know yo, Gavin Lux. Yeah, I don't back. think that's gonna happen next year. Gavin Lux comes back healthy next well, who's year. Who's playing shortstop? Gavin Lux is is really underrated. He's just such a plug and play guy. I like Gavin Lux a lot. So I think they might bring KK back because I don't think they keep Rojas. Rojas' ass is packed the fuck up. I think they bring KK back over him. But they definitely need a better shortstop. Tim Anderson might want too much money. I would love if we could get him on a go. Not after uh, last year, bro. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, he had, he did have a terrible year last year. But we we definitely need a shortstop. Uh, we need another outfielder. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's. Um, we got some work to do for sure. That's what I'm just Max Muncy's a free agent too. Y'all Who might free agent? Max Muncy. Uh he might. I don't see him playing nowhere else. He might give us the dinner. He might give us a hometown discount. I was gonna say I don't know if he'll get like what he actually thinks he's worth on the free agent market, but there might be some team like um I don't know, maybe like the Cubs 
who might throw some money at him, you know what I mean? Like, just to, uh, <clears throat> just to fill a position like they did with Bellinger, and then Bellinger ended up being well, doing well for them, right? That's the thing is like the the Dodgers in my opinion they they've so many holes, bro, and like it was made up in the regular season because Mookie and Freddie were playing at MVP levels, like both of them. And then now that they're not, you could like just see all the holes just like fucking open up like a fucking like a goddamn uh like a goddamn fucking raft, dude. Like you just see all the holes now that now that Freddie and Mookie aren't fucking balling out. Yeah, but I think this team comes back way better next year. You would hope so. I mean, getting Gavin Lux back for sure. But, I mean, you're not getting Dustin May back next year. You're getting Walker back. That's yeah, you're getting Walker back. You're getting Pepe. You're getting Miller with another year season. That'll probably help him out a lot. Honestly, that other guy coming up too, the one that was fucking killing AAA, he had like fucking 60 strikeouts and like 22 innings. He's going to be up next year. Um, Sheehan probably gets moved to the bullpen. Nah, he'll be a starter. Yeah. You got to work yeah. on a secondary pitch, though. Yeah, we losing Urias, too. So, we might – we definitely going to be in the market for a pitcher, for sure. Yeah, the only problem is you got to compete with uh, the Orioles, the Yankees, the Red Sox. Uh, not worried about them. We got the deepest pockets in baseball. Yeah, you guys got the deepest pockets in baseball, but you also don't have your own fucking airplane. We don't have our own what? Airplane. We don't need our own. Who, who gives a fuck about having your own airplane? I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Y'all got... Okay. <laughs> Charters Drake airplane for some fucking away games. Like... Well, they all charter their airplane, but the, the Tigers team? the Tigers have their own airplane. They're the only team who in Major League Baseball. Bro, who gives a fuck? Who cares? And they're the Tigers. I honestly think the Tigers are gonna be good next year. They actually might be a team to they, they watch could, out for they have a chance of being good. They low key finished second in that division, so Yeah, and they get they get healthy Casey Mize back next year. They get uh you know, another a full year of Tariq Scooball. I I actually yep. like where the fucking Tigers are going next year. Honestly, we didn't talk about that earlier, but I still think the Guardians at the end of the day, they still have the best roster in baseball. I mean, not best roster in baseball. Best roster in that division. Win healthy. Win healthy. Astros. Hey, come on, New Mexico. I know, dude. What the fuck are we doing, bro? Hold on. Where are you at on that game? All of a sudden, you can't get a fucking stud. Where are you at on that game? Hey, Kate, uh... They're just playing their offensive play calling teleconservative right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm at first and 10. Uh, Sam Houston just broke off a big run. First and 10 at the New Mexico State 27. Jesus Christ. Yeah. New Mexico State's going into do not lose mode. Yeah. That gets you beat every fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the funniest shit about Still. the Diamondbacks, though, is, like, Lourdes Goriel has been trash for, like, three months, dude. And then in the postseason, yep. he's been hella good, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Bullshit. Like, Trent Grissom last year was fucking trash as fuck the whole season. 
They don't want to fucking turn into fucking Ken Griffey Jr. in the playoffs. But you need that yeah. shit in the postseason, bro. Like, you need dudes to step up, bro. You know? And, like... I just can't believe the Dodgers' bats, man. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, especially yeah. the Mookie and oh, Freddie. Motherfucker. Mookie and Freddie, bro. Yeah. That's the weird thing about it is, like, those two are just non-existent. Like, look at the Phillies, bro. Bryce Harper's balling out. Castellanos is balling out. Like... Yeah, they're 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 studs. They're stepping up. The Dodgers don't have that though. Do we think the Braves are done? Yeah, Braves. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought they are. No, I thought the Braves were going to win the series, but then after I looked deeper into it, okay. I was like, you know what, dude? Phillies are going to win this series because the Braves don't have any starting pitching. And right, it's, it's showing. And dude. we talked about that going into it. Yep, they don't have any starting pitching. And the only thing that stopped the Phillies last year was the fact that Wheeler and Nola, they were when they got to the World Series, they were just dead, dude. They had nothing left in the gas tank. Tanked, yeah, both of them were. Yeah. But this year I think I think they've managed their innings well enough to where they have like I mean you saw Nola today, you saw Wheeler last game, like they were both they both look really good. Obviously they gotta do that a few more times, but you know, I think it benefits the Phillies, like, if they have to play the Diamondbacks, I'm not, I don't mean to shit on the Diamondbacks, but, I mean, to be honest, like, if you, even the Phillies play the Dodgers, I think it benefits them, like, I think the Phillies are just the, be- the best team left in the NL. I think they're the best yeah. team left in, in the entire playoffs, to be honest. Yeah, I think they might go all the way this year. Yeah. Fucking hate that shit, because Philly fans are the most annoying fucking fans in the history of fucking sports <laughs> fandom, dude. Yeah, they are across the or, like, Eagles fans suck. Phillies fans suck. Like, they all, dude, they're all so fucking annoying, dude. Dude, uh, I was in Philly. at, <laughs> I was at the game when they were, like, 9-0 and played my Washington Commanders. And, uh, of course, we won that game. That was a good game. Dude, I was one of four people walking out of the stadium, and I thought they were going to burn the fucking city down. Let's go. They missed the field goal, Jordan. New Mexico State ball. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, another thing this weekend, AK, I think uh, Commanders might be a good bet this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, you think so? Yeah, a good buy low. Bounce back. Good buy low, sell high yep. spot. I can't believe I wagered real dollars on them last Thursday. Like I should have taken like, you know, five or six hundred dollar bills and just kind of fucking burn them on live TV. Like I think it would have been more entertaining. That would have been like good. In, that would have been good content. That would have <laughs> <Yeah>. been. <laughs> would have been worth it. Better than sitting through four hours of that bullshit. Dude, like everyone was on the Bears, and I was like, yeah, like you know, as a contrarian, better. Like I get it. But then it was like, dude, speaking of which, we were talking about like public plays hitting. That was like the one that didn't. <laughs> it was last Thursday. Yeah. Those Thursday night games are just weird, man. Like I was, we were talking, uh, Irv and I last, last night about the Broncos and uh, Chiefs tomorrow. And I like the Broncos plus 10 and a half. Yeah. I think the Broncos are going to cover division game. Um, I know the Broncos. Yeah, but it's also the, on the flip side of that, man, it's a get right spot for the Chiefs too because they've actually kind of struggled a little bit. But they've won two in a row. I mean, they've won like three I know. in a row, four in a row. It wasn't pretty, but, you know. 
the the Chiefs' offense hasn't looked good all year. It hasn't. No, man, it hasn't since, yeah, first game against Detroit. And uh, Them yeah. losing Tyreek Hill was, was more detrimental to them than, than people know, and it's really starting to show this year. Yeah, but the flip, on the flip side, their defense is probably the best defense Andy Reid has ever had. Yep. Which is beneficial to them. And I know they're like, they don't have Tyree killed, but on the flip side, like they do have good pieces. Like they just, they got to like figure it out. Like, bro, they can't keep dropping passes. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like they got to, they got to catch some shit and like, they got to figure it out. And like their rush game's good. You know what I mean? Their defense is good. But, uh, you know, the wind is going to be an, an issue on Thursday. There's supposed to be like 17 to 20 mile an hour winds. So it's going to affect the pass game. Um, and I think it's beneficial to the Broncos, man. I think they can cover that 10 and a half. We, we talk about books being steadfast on that 10 and a half. They haven't moved off that 10 and a half all week, dude. <laughs> at all. That's true, man. And you know, it's the, true. You know, money's pouring in on, uh, on Kansas City, AK. You know it. I'm, about to go, I'm looking at that right now. <laughs> Whew. All right, guys, we got three outs to freedom, baby. Like uh, Sublime said, 40 ounces to freedom. Great band. Mm. Sublime. Sublime, yeah. Love that band. Me too. Need some fucking Santeria magic right now. Hold on, I got you. The fuck is that background noise? Irv, Somebody's got background noise like crazy. Is that you, Irv? No, my brother watching uh, Bar Rescue. That's probably what it is. And is Bar Rescue still a show? Nah, I think he's watching on Paramount Plus. Dude, DraftKings actually has an 11 out there right now, Jordan. Damn, that's crazy. Everybody else is at 10 and a half, and it's stayed at 10 and a half. That's the jam right there. Yes, sir. I don't practice Santeria. Practice Santeria. <laughs> if I had a million dollars, well, I... I spend it I'd all. spend it all. <laughs> Irv don't even know what's going on. You know what song this is? Her dead in the mouth. <laughs> is this is for the good luck for the Dodgers. You said you need some Santeria. Is the Houston Texans or is the New Orleans Saints this weekend? That's going to be low key. I'm, I'm curious about that game. Probably the uh, Texans because, man, the, the Saints coming off uh, an anomaly, to be honest. Playing playing the Patriots, dude. Like, that, was, that shit was crazy, bro. I can't believe that shit still. The Patriots are awful. Like, I really do think that. I think they're just that bad. Yeah, but they're going to beat the Raiders on Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's that's definitely a Jordan contrarian bet. I mean, I'm definitely not in a rush to ever lay points with the Raiders. That's why I couldn't bet the Raiders overnight. Yeah, and I I, I, I I haven't bet the Patriots, but, you know, I was talking with AC earlier, and, like, 
dude. It's definitely probably the play, and like the Patriots probably win that game, bro. Bill Bill checking against fucking uh, Josh McDaniels. Dude, it's amazing just how hmm. uncompetitive the bats are for the fucking Dodgers. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's terrible, bro. It's Max Muncie, bro. You know what's the craziest shit, too? That the fucking Diamondback is going to win and probably get fucking swept by the Phillies. Yep. Yeah, probably. They might win one or two. Hey, that's a shot. Let's go. All right, got a guy on first here. Will Smith. Maybe Jada Pinkett will come up after him. Oh, Seawald, man. Seawald will always give you a guy or two on base. Yeah, he's been... I mean, dude, he, he, he blew a few saves to begin the year. I mean, to begin the, his tenure with the D-bags. What's Richie texting me? Yep. Oh. So, that's Fuck you, baby. Richie told me he's gonna start selling his picks. <laughs> That's incredible. Richie. We're, gonna, we're gonna let Richie start selling picks for Taproom Sports. Shit. I don't know about all that. Sounds like a plan. Come on, Chris Taylor. Can you give us a hit, please? So. Yeah, Sublime, one of the greatest bands of all time. Good God. All right, well, it comes down to this, guys. Oh, brother. That was a fucking shot. Yeah, he took it to the wall. Yeah, he did. Fuck. What a fucking shot. Who's up? Kiki Hernandez. Wouldn't it be so fitting? Can't believe mm. but, Butchin, Freeman, and uh, you know, just, that shit yep. absolute fucking no shows, dude. Unbelievable. Mm. The Dodgers are gonna lose this game off of four solo home runs in one inning. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. There's always been one fucking inning just killed us the whole series. Fucking bums, bro. <clears throat> Yeah, you gotta bounce back big time next year. Y'all don't ever bounce back, man. Y'all just get worse and worse each year. Like 2021, you know, you're a wild card team, you beat the Giants. And then you next year. Got rocked by the Padres last year. Got rocked by the Padres last year. And then you're gonna get swept by the fucking Diamondbacks this year. Yep. Next step is just not making the playoffs next year. Mm. Nah, that's not happening. 
We'll see. We'll see here. We'll see what happens in, uh, in uh, off season. It's funny. Seawald all of a sudden became a That's fucking... it, ball, baby. What? Fuck. That's ball game. Kiki sent that one too, though, man. Like, both of those fucking balls were to the wall. Yeah. R.I.P. Dodgers. Sweat. Sayonara. 3-0. Dude, what was... They got beat, like, 11-15. Dude, they got beat, like, 21-4. Yeah, (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah, they got got dominated in this series, bro. I hope the Diamondbacks can uh, compete with the Phillies, but I, I just don't know, man. Damn, New Mexico. Shout says- out to the Diamondbacks, man. Diamondbacks just swept the Milwaukee Brewers and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Two big sweeps, Damn. bro. Two big sweeps. Shout bro. out to them. Yeah. Shout out to me for fading them. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, DK. <laughs> I just need fucking New Mexico State to to win this and lessen the blow, but they they just allowed a touchdown, so lovely. Did they? Bron signed a yeah. two year extension with the Lakers. Damn, Bron. Yeah. Damn, they gave him that two year extension for fucking selling out support for Israel. Man, hopefully New Mexico State can hang on here. Bro, they're hey, fucking bro. 14. Yeah, we just need to go down here and have a long drive. Yeah, they got to they gotta control some clock and just fucking. <sighs> All right, man. boys. Well, AK's going to roll. Yes, sir. Man, fuck the Dodgers, man. Yes, fuck sir, the fellas. Dodgers, man. Shout out to the Diamondbacks, man. Shout out to the they're Diamondbacks. Young, they're yeah. hungry, man. Another and hey, guess what? <laughs> Now with the with the layoff, they're going to be able to freaking Gallon Kelly up first. They're going to be able to go through their whole starting lineup again. Yeah, should be good for the. But you know, Phillies look good, man. I don't want to count the Braves out, but Phillies look really. Yeah, it's going to be the Phillies, man. The Braves are the Braves are cooking. Guys, I hate this. I mean, I hate to throw salt in the wound, but the fucking Diamondbacks are hot right now. Yeah, it's not count them out yet. But I mean, the Phillies are like really fucking hot, scorching yeah. hot, scorching hot. And it's gonna be hard to overcome that one-two punch. Yeah, and Ranger Suarez is pitching really well too. Yeah, I know he pitched what fucking seven shutout innings against the uh, Braves for game one. Yeah, he's gonna so. have to pitch. He's he's gonna pitch next game though. I I was reading and uh, but man, the Phillies lineup is nasty, bro. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I just, I just hope the fucking Astros don't win the fucking World Series, bro. Like, come on, dog. We don't need it. I know, man. I'm so sick of the Astros, bro. And your boy Mattress Mag winning another fucking. I don't know how much he gonna win. I don't give a fuck about Mattress Mag. Eight trillion billion zillion. I'm just tired of the fucking Astros, dude. Seven consecutive ALCS appearances, dude. Yeah, fuck them. Come on, Rangers. This is a franchise that was dog shit for like my entire life, dude. 
That's insane. Yeah, outside of 2000, that running, what, 2003, 2004, where they made it to the World Series? Yeah, it was insane, bro. And they had Roy Oswald and uh, Lance Berkman and all them. They've been fucking dog shit forever. Like, where the, how did these motherfuckers even get good? Yeah. All right, fellas. I'm going to let y'all go. AK, it's fucking late out there on the East Coast, 12 a.m. This this motherfucker really stayed up to watch the Dodgers lose. Dude, I can't believe that shit. Oh, now, I'm, now I've got to stay up and sweat out this New Mexico State game. All right. <laughs> All right. You want to stay on yeah. and sweat this out? Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call I'm going to call it a, a night on tap room and go lay in the bed. All right, <laughs> but I'll sweat it out. All right brother. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Make sure to download Sharp's app, S-H-A-R-P-Z, promo code George517 to uh, log in. It is free. You don't even have to pay nothing. You can track your bets, become a better better. It's awesome. For AK, for Swerving Over Washington, I'm Jordan Sykes on Sykes on Sykes. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. See you, boys. All right. Talk to y'all later.